0: Hello, and welcome to Battery Bargains, where we answer your EV buying questions. Today, we'll find an EV for a Canadian musician, a family of four looking for a used EV, and another family looking for a six or seven seater. This is episode number nine. I'm Dominic Yoni, host of the YouTube channel Drive Electric with Dominic. And I am joined today by Martin Lee from the EV News Daily podcast, along with Tom Logney, senior editor at Inside EVs and host of the YouTube channel State of Charge. Now, if you're looking for your own battery bargain, email us a short paragraph with find my EV in the subject line and tell us about your use case and budget. And we'll see about featuring your case on an upcoming episode. All right, so let's kick this thing off with our first case for today. Uh, and to be transparent, we've paraphrased these emails a bit for length and clarity. So are you guys ready to spend someone else's money? <laughs> let's do this. All right, so our first email comes to us from Jason. He writes, hi there, I'm a long time listener, Current ICE owner, but intrigued by electric cars. I live just outside of Toronto, Canada and commute 23 miles away twice a week. I'm a part-time gigging musician, so I have to carry music gear around locally as well. Road trips are most likely to be done in the other ICE vehicle that we have. Cost, fun, and practicality are my priorities, which leads me to the mini EV, I guess that's a Mini Cooper SE he's talking about. I like the style. I've read about the fun factor and the used price seems to be coming down to reachable figures. The 2020 version will be much improved from a range perspective. I think it's getting 190 miles in 2025. Uh, I'm not sure I need the increased range, but it would be nice to have. the. Uh, but the current impending update seems to be affecting the depreciation on the current generation. Am I missing anything here? Regards, Jason. What do you think of this coming off the top of your head, Tom?
1: You guys know I have a history with electric Mini Coopers. Um, Mm. Love the Mini. I I drove a Mini E for like three years. Fantastic. And you're 100% right. They're so fun to drive. Um, So I wouldn't discourage you from getting a uh, Mini Cooper SE. But as an alternative, I want you to consider a BMW i3. It's a little bit bigger. You have a little bit more room. And you can get some good deals on it. A friend of mine just rocked a fantastic deal. He got, I think it was a 2019 i3s. That's the sport version of the i3, uh, for uh, with 2,800 miles. <laughs> like the person never drove it, and he got it for 27.5. And this is a $60,000 car, you know, and uh, so I, I would I would urge you, and I know you might say, ah, I don't like the way the i3 looks. Take a look at one up close, uh, that you get all the fun factor of the Mini Cooper in the i3. It's a blast to drive. It's rear wheel drive. In my opinion, it even drives better than the Mini Cooper SE, which is front wheel drive. You. Um, so I, I'm not discouraging you from going Mini Cooper SE but you should take a long, hard look at used I3s. You can get one with or without the range extender. Uh, if, if, if you can get a good deal on the S, it's even uh, more fun to drive because it's got more horsepower. It's got better, totally different suspension. It's more stable on the highway. Um, and that's the direction I would tell you to go in. Um, uh, take, take a look at the I3s. It's going to have better range. It's a uh, more... Uh, Mature car, let's say than than the uh, then than the Mini Cooper. As far as like overall build and everything, it's it's a it's a premium interior on the i3. So um, I'm not saying don't get the, the the Mini Cooper if you really like it, go for it. But at least do yourself a favor, go test drive a used i3 somewhere.
0: Very good suggestion, Tom. I pulled up the the back of the uh, the uh, uh, Mini Cooper uh, with the seats folded down just to show you know what kind of space there is. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I'm, I, I was thinking I had the BMW i3 back as well, but it's very similar kind of size, I think. A lot
1: more room, the i3. Oh, really? Okay.
0: Yeah. okay. Absolutely. Uh, good to know.
1: It's a um, lot bigger. It, it deceivingly, it doesn't look like it's a lot bigger, but it's a lot bigger an i3 than i3 than a Mini
0: Cooper. Oh, nice. Nice. So, Martin, you have some uh, any suggestions for our musician friend here in Canada?
2: Yeah, BMW i3 is a great shout, and it's still a great car. <laughs> it's still space age, if you ask me. Um, so there, you'll notice that it's sold in amp hours. Um, and so the later model, 120 amp hours, if you want to compare that to other cars that you'll be cross-shopping with, that's 42.2 kilowatt hours in the BMW i3, the S is just spectacular. Even with the skinny tires, uh, a wider track, it looks very cool, and it will be fun. So you use the word "fun" in your uh, your question, and I think that ticks all of the boxes. I think that the Mini uh, would be fun, and given that suggestion, it makes me think that although you say, "Hey, I'm in a band and I, you know, going to travel and stuff." Um, that you're probably not carrying uh, yeah amps and you know speaker stands and a lot of stuff that you know a band can travel in you know a big van that's got you know like a six seater, like three up front, three behind, and then have a big van behind or a truck or something because they just carry like bands carry so much stuff. So I'm guessing you're not. If you are carrying a bit of stuff, remember the Nissan Leaf facelift version uh, is gonna be perfect for your commute, forty six miles round trip and then it's probably going to be cold and so you'll lose a bit of range but if you're not doing if you're doing road trips in the ice for the next few years uh, you'll get some stellar deals on the leaf and i think they 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 are good fun to drive cars but they're not a mini or they're not a bmw i3s and so depends what you're carrying around with you remember that the leaf is cavernous uh, it's a, such a big car with the seats folded down at the back as well and you get a great deal so it's got chademo charging, and which you probably won't want to do on road trips. So if you're going to be right. using the ice car for your road trips, then and you know what, that's fine. It's absolutely people are surprised we say that. We're in a transition period. No one thought we we're all going to wake up, uh, t- you know, tomorrow morning and and instantly have the infrastructure needed for EVs, and and no one's going to come for you if you carry on driving an ice car in this decade, this transition <laughs> period. And so, yeah, I'd recommend that.
0: Perfect is the enemy of, of good. I think is the expression we, we use for situations like that. You know, we, sometimes perfect is hard to achieve, but you know we can always be a little bit better. Um, so, so I was thinking the Mini Cooper I see might be a bit small for carrying gear. So I, I think I shared a pic earlier of that, and it looks like it. I you know I can get a couple guitars in that. Uh, but, you know, if you have, depending on what size of an amplifier and if you like, like Martin mentioned, speaker stands, if you any of that kind of stuff, you're going to want something bigger. So my other suggestion would be, uh, say, a, l- a lower cost option might be the Hyundai Kona Electric. It uh, looks like it's hard to find much super cheap uh, with mileage below 50,000 kilometers or, or 30,000 miles. Uh, but I did see one for $27,989 Canadian. That's $20,620 U.S. Um, it would probably give you a bit more cargo space, but but also not or but also all kinds of range. Uh, it's not exactly sporty per se, but it is at least a zippy. Uh, for like zero to 60, I believe is uh, 6.4 seconds. And to see if I can share this one here that I found. Yeah, so this one, 2020, hyundai kona electric preferred of course their front wheel drive uh this one is in quebec 63 two thousand kilometers yeah uh some equipment but nice black but yeah that's that would be my alternative suggestion
2: and of course for 10 grand less you could go also in the in their stable mm-hmm. you could go the original ionic not the ionic 5 or 6. Ah. Or I don't know. the original ionic they call it the wind knife it's crazy efficient and mm-hmm. I forget how, firstly, how big this car is. Uh, it's not It's not cavernous again, but it, it will fit all your gear. And you will pick them up in the late teens now. And they really loaded them with tech. I was driving one of the original Arnix recently, and the lane keep assist on it just put everything else to shame that I'd driven before. And you think... It's got all of the toys and the gizmos and the heated seats and, and and you'll pick up a real bargain for that. Now it won't go as far, but we're not worried about range with you. And so because you're doing that 46 mile round trip. And it, I was really impressed. It reminded me how good that original Ionic was, and you'll get a bargain on that as well.
1: So before we wrap this one up, I have one last comment to say, guys, he's talking about having fun. You're tossing ah. first generation ionics. Leafs, Konas, come on. He wants the, the Mini not, Cooper I mean, yeah. SE or BMW i3. I'm sticking with my choices. Those two cars are a blast to drive. So um, that's, that's what I'm gonna do. And, and uh, Dom, I'm gonna ding you a little bit here, a little bit of nepotism go, going on. Um, we get a lot of emails every week from people uh, you know, asking us to be on battery bargains to help them choose the right EV. And you choose a guy from Canada that's a musician,
0: yeah, well, it, it was it, it was honestly
1: the you know, next uh, next email in yeah, the line. I don't know. What, what <laughs> what Martin, c- we c- might c- have to start mm-hmm. um, reviewing Dom's picks and just not let him make the final decision on who we're going to use each week. He's going to pick man. all the people he can relate
0: to. So okay, ah, 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 moving ah, on. Ah, okay. Well, I I, I I really don't think I know this, I, I, later, I, I, David. I, I, but... <laughs> all right. So <laughs> m- moving on. Oh, actually, that was uh, that was Jason. Who has us? Our next case comes to us from David, who sent us an email and says, Hey guys, I love the new podcast format and I especially love the new battery bargain series. Our family of four has two kids under three and currently have an, an ICE SUV. We need a second car and think that the market has matured enough to buy a used EV. We're looking for a good around town car, but that can also go up to 200 miles. Obviously, it needs to fit car seats in a pinch, but it won't be our main family car. Uh, we need to keep it under twenty-five thousand dollars used to get the tax incentive. We're thinking of either a Kona or a Model Three. Uh, my wife doesn't like the Bolt or Leaf. Uh, secondary question: For the next year, can't? For the next year, we can only charge level one. Long story. Uh, do you think that's doable for a runaround car? Thanks for any advice. Love the show. So, uh, Martin, we'll stop, start with you this time. Um, right. A good around town car, small family, two kids. That's uh, similar to what you have. Uh, these Both of his kids are still in car seats, so they're both under three. three. Uh, doesn't like the Bolter Leaf. So he's, they're thinking Kona or Model 3. Anything else pop up in, in your mind?
2: Yeah, so don't get the Kona, because I just sold that uh, for that exact reason, um, in that it was, it was to... Small, uh, remind me, did you get the Kia e there where you were? Nero EV, it was branded, wasn't it, in the US, right? So, yeah, that's good. And, uh, there, yeah, I don't know what, uh, uh, yeah, I just found it on a couple of used websites. Don't know how old it was. I can see the prices are pretty high. I'm not sure. Did you get the, the older one? Uh, the original. Yeah, here we go. I can see the original Nero, 18, 19,000. That's a great vehicle, by the way. And uh, that is, it's still witchcraft in terms of the efficiency on that vehicle. So that's, look at the Nero, because it's bigger than the Kona, and it's interesting. It's an interesting car. Um, and as for charging, at so at home, obviously, Tom is going to ask this much better than I than I will. Uh, our very first Renault Zoe, all those years ago, when it was a twenty-one kilowatt hour battery pack in that Renault Zoe, it was great. Um, when it got cold, the it, it eighty miles of range or something was brilliant. And um, I charged that for the first six months or so on what well, I call it a granny plug, or you just you know we have three pin plug with two hundred and forty volts over here. And I and I'm in. I work from the back of a garage, which is a separate building, and it had it, all the electrics redone. So uh, it's on a separate box inside my house. It comes out via armored cable to the bottom of my garden. All new distribution box behind me, behind that wall. Uh, all the latest breakers, all that kind of stuff. Don't do it. Don't if, if you possibly can. Don't do it. My goodness me, it gets hot. We've got a three pin plug, and it would pull uh so what You pull like six kilo, uh six kilowatts through that or something um i'm trying to think no sorry three three, three kilowatts four, three, I think, three. I think, right. yeah sorry not six uh three kilowatts through that and uh um you know maybe late twos but the thing is you have to it's not like boiling a kettle for a cup of tea which lasts 45 seconds you're pulling that and it looked it, it never went bang but i did that for about six months and i felt like i dodged a bullet so mm-hmm. um i've been there i speak from experience we only ever charged it Overnight, and um, you know, I'm you know, we weren't like plugging in some sort of Frankenstein's monster hatch patch of extension leads. It was as good as it gets. And even then, I'd say don't do it. <sighs> Cause I did. And I'd touch that plug in the morning sometimes and woo, it'd be warm. And I ah, think this is not good. Now hmm. mm, it's not the cheapest thing to get a wall box put on the side, not the brand wall box, but you know, um, a car charger put on your house. Not the cheapest thing to do. Uh, we had grants back in the day here, which helped out. My advice would be find a way to do it.
0: <laughs> I just I just threw up a picture of a Kia e on on the screen. I thought that was a great call out, Martin. Uh, this it's one some great
2: it, deals on these, and the sixty four kilowatt hour battery. Oh, it'll just go forever.
0: Right. Yeah. Good range. This one's a uh, twenty two thousand miles. Twenty one. Twenty two. Twenty two thousand uh, mo- dollars. Twenty-two thousand miles—that's that's, uh, that's a pretty much as good a deal as you're going to get with like if you're looking for something with like re- relatively low miles. Uh, yeah, that's about the the bottom of the market right there. It's pretty nice. Yeah. And Tom, do you have any suggestions? So Martin did
1: steal my thunder. I was thinking oh. Nero all along. When he okay. said that, so we're 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 of like minds on this. Um, when you mentioned the Kona, we know the Kona is a little bit smaller. nearer you get more space. I think I think that would be something for you to look at. You also mentioned maybe a Tesla Model Three that would work also for you. Um, but the 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 Nero, um, I think is is something you should take a good long hard look at. Now, as far as home charging, I know a lot of people that have lived fine with one twenty, but you do have to be vigilant with plugging in. You know. You, your car's probably parked at your house. Uh, other than you know, I don't know if you work from home. If you work from home, it's probably parked at your house 22 hours of the day. So um, you know you can you can actually get a lot of juice on uh, uh, in your vehicle from them. But if you do this and you decide you're going to really charge from a 120 volt socket, now you know Martin uh, Martin's case is a little bit different. Over in Europe, they have three phase electric, and he's pulling 3.3 or a little more than three kilowatts. You're going to be charging at like 1.3, well, maybe 1.4 kilowatts. So it's much less power than what Martin gets from a regular household outlet. But what I recommend to my followers, at least if you're going to do this and charge at 120, you have to know how much you're going to be driving and you can do it. I do recommend you hire an electrician to install a new 20 amp dedicated circuit. And that way, you know, the wiring's all new. You tell them that this is going to be used for car charging, make sure all the connections are torqued really tightly to proper connections because, you know, you're going to be calling on an outlet in your garage to be doing something that, you know, maybe it's not up to the task. If it's an existing outlet, I don't know how old your house is. Uh, a lot of times outlets and garages get very little use. They're 20, 30, 40 years old. Then all of a sudden they get used 10 hours a day, seven days a week. And, uh, you know, the connections might be loosened up. You might have a white uh, mouse, might have nibbled on that wire inside the wall. And it's a, you know, the mice love to chew on the wires and they strip the plastic off the wires. Now, all of a sudden, you're heating the thing up every day. So it's a good idea. It won't cost you that much to have a, a new dedicated 20 amp circuit pulled with an with a industrial grade uh, outlet don't buy the $3 or $3. They're like a dollar 12 at Home Depot. A regular do not use that outlet. It, it you'll melt it. Get in it go to a supply house, spend 6 bucks, 7 bucks on an industrial, maybe 10 bucks on an industrial grade 120 volt outlet. Run a new 20 amp line, you know, 14 2 wire. Um, no, 12 two wire for 20 amp. Tighten all the connections and you actually as long as you're going to be vigilant and plug the thing in all the time, you can actually really live on 120 volt charging unless you really drive, you know, more than 60, 70 miles a day, which, you know, few few people do. So um, look at the Nero, consider the Model 3. If you want to live on on home charging, run a new circuit. And I think you'll be good to go.
2: The great thing about going for uh, something like the Nero, which is a good family car, but with a big battery, is that if you do need to dash in somewhere, uh, if for whatever reason, home charging is not working out for you, once a week you can do your groceries you can stick it on a dc fast charger You can come back 45 minutes later and that could probably be your charging for the whole week done and but with a, a small battery that doesn't really work but with a big battery uh, you can charge up once a week and if you're not doing a lot of miles that will just get you through i know i know people that do that um and you know they just pick a time when the charges aren't going to be busy uh, you know, perhaps they'll pick up an, an evening time, go to a supermarket that's open till midnight or something mm-hmm. and rock it up at 8 or 9 p.m. When it's, you know, the charges aren't being used and mm-hmm. that'll be their weekly charge. Uh, sure. And so it's not the cheapest way to do it. Uh, mind you, your electricity price is a bit cheaper than over here right now. Uh, so still pay I, I, double. You'll still yeah. pay double. So, but that's it, worth considering getting a big battery EV.
0: Or if you go to somewhere like a like a Whole Foods and my town has complimentary charging. So if you're in there for an hour. Yeah. It's just free. You just plug in. Yeah. Yeah. What? It's amazing. That's yeah.
2: all gone. All our free charging has gone. Oh really? Okay.
1: There's not a yeah. lot of that around, but there's some still here, particularly sure. the Volta, the Volta network, because it's the, uh, is it a Volta charger Dom?
0: Uh, no, it's an old, uh, Clipper Creek unit, I okay. believe.
1: Uh, because yeah. the, the, the Volta network is based on free charging. Uh, it right. has, um, advertising big display screens where that's how they get, that's how they get revenue. Mm. But, um, you know, you're also supposed to limit your time. you are only supposed to stay for like two hours or something. There's rules. So you're not hogging the thing all day. Sure. Yeah. you
2: Go ahead. you got to remember that over here, Putin burped and Ukraine happened. And then our electricity prices went about 75 pence a unit, a kilowatt hour for public charging. So uh, what's that like? 82, 85 cents doing the conversion. So it's, it's, <clears throat>
0: yeah, it's not the cheapest thing. It's, well, it's still cheaper than gas over there because your gas uh, is like crazy expensive.
2: Oh, yeah. But... We're well, yeah, getting lot of, close. We're yeah, getting taps. up there,
0: though. It's getting up yeah, there. Yeah, I did.
2: Uh, what did I do? I did Silverstone last week, which is I'm down on the south coast. Silverstone's where the, motor, the Formula One, the motor racing happens. I did some work up there. Mm-hmm. That is 120. I want to say 120 miles. So maybe I did a 250 mile round trip. And because diesel prices have fallen here, and we still have a diesel Golf in the driveway that we keep on like a like an old family pet. And um, and I I looked at that. I looked at how much I charged because uh, I took the MG, uh, which has got a small battery. So I I did like three charging stops. where I got food and stuff as well. And I'm like, well, this is not not a million miles away from driving on the diesel. So can't wait for those prices to come back to reality. And they are they are all falling. Uh, Tesla's one of the most um uh, cost effective, but they all are. Uh, they're all coming down now
0: right uh, as far as like uh charging on on 110 over an, uh, uh, on a daily basis so I, I did that for like a good year maybe a year and a half with my spark ev i was driving maybe 30 miles a day and not using too much electricity so we, i could replace that electricity pretty easy and not leave it plugged in for too long uh so that's you know one way and like uh tom says though you know check your plug if it's Put your hand on it. see if it's if it's heating up that's it's uh, not not great you know if you if you're getting if it's getting overly hot then that's not great and maybe a a, a better uh make a receptacle would help out uh, that's right uh, tom what was the brand that you suggest
1: no i just said get an industrial grade uh brand um right, yeah, right. go to an electrical supply house don't go right. down to uh Home Depot and get one. And, right. uh, you know, and I, I, I really recommend pulling a whole new circuit. It's not going to cost that much. It's a, you know, uh, a s- simple pull of wire and and put in a new, that way, you know, from service panel to the end, it's the wires in great shape. It's brand new. All the connections are torqued to the right torque. You're going to be asking this thing to charge many hours a day, every mm-hmm. single day. Right. You know, uh, just imagine you spent an extra 300 bucks on your car. Okay, and and don't even think of it as you're spending money on the electric, you know, and uh, or negotiate, get the guy's final price and then offer him two hundred dollars less and say you're not budging. He'll still sell you the car. And, uh, you know, and now you just save the money to uh, to to run a new circuit. And uh, it's just if you know you're going to be putting this thing through the ropes every day for many hours, it's a good idea to start with a nice, fresh circuit with new wire, new connections, industrial grade uh, outlet, and uh, you're good to go
0: right awesome so i my suggestion wasn't great i think uh <laughs> martin really got me here uh I, so i so i was thinking you know uh, price really is a top concern uh so and a, so a, a chevy bolt would be the cheapest car with over 200 miles of range if you don't mind the seats or the interior of the like the first gen and i'll, I'll throw one up on the screen there
1: but tom didn't they say they don't want the bolt
0: um, oh, wife doesn't like the bolt. Oh man, what's yeah. my reading? Comp my reading comprehension is uh <laughs> no bueno, apparently. You wrote, uh, yeah.
1: but then <laughs> yeah, along those lines, has your wife looked at the bolt EUV?
2: Yes, it does
1: look different, it does look better. They do, they do so,
2: look so, a little bit better. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so maybe, maybe take a look at that because if you can get her go for the EUV now, now the, the, they're very reasonably priced. So, yeah. um, that's something that you can consider.
0: And they probably ride a little bit differently too, since it's got like three three inches more of um, uh what do you call And there's a lot wheel. more
1: rear seat room.
0: Right. And also a bit more car- cargo room in the back.
1: No, no, there isn't really though. Oh, um, really? The, the, yeah, you get the extra inches are all in the rear seat room. Okay. I think actually it measures, like the cargo capacity measures to be slightly less than a bolt <laughs> because the, the, the seats are pushed back and you have more okay. leg room. That so sounds familiar. It, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, but uh, I mean, once you put the seats down, you get that back, that cargo yeah. space back. Yeah. You know, so it's, it does have more cargo space, but with with the seats up, it it measures slightly less. But um, that's a vehicle to consider as a bolt of UV.
0: Right. But then, uh, as you she mentioned, the Model Three, I would kind of go. I mean, the Kia e-Niro is a great uh, suggestion, but like secondary to that, uh, just Tesla Model Three is like hard to say no to It's like what i drive i really enjoy enjoy driving it uh, rural drive i enjoy the dynamics more than a kia but the kia uh, the kia e might be a better form factor for you because you won't have to bend down to put it into the seat so much right uh so i still kind of i think martin's got the, the good suggestion here so we should do our last one and wrap this up um, our last email comes to us from grace she writes i'm looking for a six or seven seat EV for the family. We have a 2018 Bolt and love it, but we don't all fit. So we test drove a Model X and loved it, but the price is way out of range. Rivian R1S is also too expensive. What is there for under 40 grand? We also need 3,500 pound towing capacity, capacity, preferably more. It's not clear if VW Buzz will have more than five seats here. I believe it will. Uh, The Kia EV9 might, come out early next year and might have a base option around 55K. Uh, maybe our best option is the Fisker pair with six seats at 35K, sell our Bolt and keep our ICE Nissan Pathfinder for towing heavy loads. Anyway, I'm just really frustrated that the US market often has only five seats where the same model has six or seven in other markets. Thanks, Grace. Okay, uh, Martin, this little tough one, six or seven seats. Uh, in the US, in an electric vehicle, that's kind of hard uh, right now, right? It,
2: it can it can be done. It can be done. Um, can you just remind us of the stats again on uh, on budget? Uh,
0: she says the Model X, new, uh, new Model X, I guess, is uh, too expensive. Same with the R one X. She does mention like the uh, the Kia EV nine. Uh, coming out early next year and may have a base option around fifty five. So she wasn't didn't sound like she was putting uh, you know fifty five out of the didn't question.
2: Didn't she say forty thousand? Right, I heard, did, I heard, heard you said the number. Like,
0: yeah, she did. She did want to say where are all the forty thousand cars or under forty thousand dollars cars? Oh, now. where
2: are they? Where are they? Well, you, they, they they are they're not here. So no. um, that, that's why I wanted to clarify yeah. because I, I wasn't quite sure from the way she worded it if it was like I want to find a seven seater under forty grand. Or, I think under um,
0: 40 grand is the idea, really. Yeah, but,
2: but then, yeah. but then she talked about an EV9, uh, right. which is yeah. twice the price, and a Buzz, which is so uh, yeah, let's get into it. Up uh, to so the Buzz, the Buzz, when it comes to the US, the Buzz will be long wheelbase, but it's going to be fabulously expensive. And so, mm-hmm. it, again, yeah. this is where my confusion you mentioned the 40 number. I didn't know if you're just mentioning it in passing, of like, where are they? Because I can get them with combustion. Um, okay. uh, like, where are they? Yeah, not here yet. So, but if your budget is fifty-five, sixty, all right, well, remember that the model S. You're going to go older Model S, but the Model S did have have some jump seats facing backwards for for small people. Um, Remember that if it hasn't got a BEV, then things like the XC90 Recharge, I think they call it the Recharge in the US. I don't know whether you've got the T6 or the T8, but that's a great spec vehicle. Um, Again, it's a plug-in hybrid, but that's got seven seats. And again, those two rear seats are not for six-foot adults. Um, You can... On the XC90, slide the whole, or do, they, do the do the do the second row move individually? I forget. Either way, there's no leg room. And so, again, it's for kids. Mercedes EQB. Um, also, you can get a reasonably good used Mercedes EQB. That's also seven seats. Um, and that's an amazing vehicle. Anyway, I don't want to take up Tom's suggestions. Maybe I just have.
1: No, you could keep talking because well, I'm at a loss. Um, <laughs> right. you know, if I, I I read the email as like she was really hoping to get something mm-hmm. for around forty thousand, and mm-hmm. I just don't see that happening. Um, you know, you're saying, where are they? They're not here, they're not here yet. Mm. The EV the key EV nine is gonna probably be the most affordable mm-hmm. seven C EV when it comes out. But as you mentioned, uh 55 plus, and didn't she also mention the Fisker Pair?
0: Uh, yes, Uh, but that's mid 2025 though.
1: Yeah, that, that's the thing that, that it's estimated to come out in mid 2025. We're not going to see that till 2026, at least. That would be, that would be surprise. So, (laughs) you know, you're looking at more than two years if you want (laughs) to wait for fiscal pair, um, you know, hopefully. Uh, so I don't know, you know, could, could you stretch the budget and go for a, a Kia EV9, um, you know, I, I don't know what the prices are on the used uh, EQBs, um, but it's going to be really hard to get a seven seat, a fully electric vehicle for under $50,000, really hard for, for a while, I'm afraid. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Um,
2: so the EV9 is a tough one. Uh, light spec, light long range, the light starts at 56, the light long range starts at 60 and a half. Yeah. Uh, I, I presume it's in demand and i don't know what kia dealers do in um mm. in the us but you might be paying a bit more than that uh, whilst it's in heavy demand um and and that is a real base spec as well but it would yeah. but that's again you might want to do some finance on that or a lease deal or get something that means you can keep your monthly payments sensible um but even then that's a sixty thousand dollar vehicle to get seven seats and so as tom yeah. says that, that they are just not here yet because edge cases mm-hmm just aren't here you know if you work if you know any any car dealers uh they will tell you that those the vehicles that people need are the ones that sell the quickest so yeah. if, if you walk onto a dealer's lot and you need a seven seater you're not walking away with a six seater if you need to move seven people then you <laughs> are buying a seven seater that day and they know that and that's why they sell so quick they, they, you know they stock them, they sell them and it's yeah. the same it's the same with if you've got a specific need um and over here things like automatics sell really well because we, we have you know, most cars are manual uh, but people want automatics and so you don't see many of those for sale on dealers' mm-hmm. lots because they get them and sell them and so uh, that's the case with this with, with, a, with a with a with a i say edge case and there's lots of people that need a seven seater i get that um so you know it's not edge edge case but it is in ev world not something particularly well catered for at a, at a lower price point yeah unfortunately
1: and the buzz the when it when it Launches, you're talking Rivian R1S dollars. Yeah. This isn't, you know, mm-hmm. Kia EV6 dollars. It's going to be expensive, and the dealers are going to get a premium. Mm-hmm. So because they're they're not shipping a whole, we're not going to get a whole lot of them here. So they're going to they're always going to be in demand, in my opinion. I think they're always going to be a premium going on them. Now I know Volkswagen, and I took, even the CEO of Volkswagen here in North America said that they're working on making sure dealers don't don't gouge customers. I don't know How they could do that. It's kind of illegal for, 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 for dealers to do that. Um, you know, Ford's trying to figure out a way of doing that here, but they're getting so much put pushback, they're getting sued from the dealer networks and all the different states for trying to do set pricing that um, you know, it's 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 very difficult. The dealer franchise laws are very strict here in the US. So I suspect that the Volkswagen buses are gonna sell for a lot of money, it's gonna be way out of your price range. So um, I, I wish we had better news for you. Uh, I don't think the vehicle that you want is going to be available at the price you're willing to pay.
0: Right. I think, um, man, the Fisker Pair is one I just, I would just put out of mind right away because not only will it will be like at least mid 2025, probably later. They they're saying it they may have you know a six seat like a bench seat in the front. I would not count on that. I would not. I, I would be so shocked if that actually happened. Like a bench seat in the front, you know. If anything needs a bench seat, it would be like the F one hundred and fifty Lightning. If that, that would be a, such a perfect vehicle, with you know, for some people, in in a with a bench front seat. I just grew up with a bench seat in in a pickup truck, and it was it was fine. It was great, and kind of missed that kind of format. But we don't really see that anymore here. So fitting, fitting six or seven people in a car for under $40,000 is hard if, unless you go to the used market. And they said that like the Model X. So, you know, the R Model X is out there for under 40. This one's got, this is a 2018 X. I've uh, something, something wrong with that, Tom. 5G. Um, no, let me just run down to the, the. Vehicle history. Let me just, yeah. Uh, Cause that oh, seems
1: unusually large. Right.
0: Yeah, one accident or something. So yeah. Even that one's not great, and there was another couple below forty there, but probably suspect. So, um, could be that's really putting it out of uh, out of contention in, in my view. Plus, it's a 2018 Model X, so out of warranty. I don't think you should buy a Model X out of warranty at this point right now if it, if the budget is like a concern. So, I I would suggest if you're willing to wait that long for a Fisker. I would suggest waiting until halfway through next summer, and seeing what kind of what the used market for EV9s is. The key EV9, because people are going to be buying that, and you know some people will end up selling that, and there'll be some of those on the used market uh, within the first few months. Uh, So, won't have a lot of there won't be too many high mileage ones out there, at least probably. Uh, So, you can save a a bit of money that way. And I don't know if if, how long it will take to get down to forty, but I don't. Know, that's that's what I would look at at least. That's that's as good as as I think we can do for six or seven seeders for like a low budget right now. Yes, I disagree.
1: No, that's 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 it. We, you know, we, we 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 can't solve them all. <laughs> this one, this one <laughs> yeah. might be this one might be a, a a situation that our answer to you is uh, we, we're not sure that. We you can get what you want at this point, mm. which is unfortunate, right. but um that's the case sometimes.
0: So there's a few three rows, three row SUVs out there, but they're all expensive, They're super expensive, and this Kia is going to be like the the most affordable thing, and it's coming soon, but not quite soon enough. Yeah.
2: So there is uh, a three row BMW X5. Okay but is that a plug-in hybrid or is it just a, a soft hybrid in the u.s mm, i don't well, they do no. have
1: the x5 in a plug-in hybrid but i don't know if that if the plug-in right. hybrid version of the x5 had the third row option
2: again and it might be that you want to go pure electric and not drive a three liter yeah. uh you know turbocharged three liter around or you might not be bothered by that and it might be actually i want to do 20 miles at a time um uh, doing you know dropping kids off the. You know, swimming or something on a weekend, and it suits you absolutely fine. So, have a look at that. But yeah, you might be looking at a plug-in hybrid.
0: It's gonna be pricey too, though. Can you do that before for, below forty?
2: No, I'm having a look here. At Forty-seven. Mm. There's one. Yeah. It's a 2021 model, but on the X Drive 40. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a bad. It, pretty ignore pricey. Me. Ignore
0: me. That's all right. uh Yeah, I was. Um, plug-in hybrids are a good, you know, bridge for some people, especially in this time where there's not the right vehicle for every specific situation necessarily we're getting there lots of cars come up this year actually that reminds me on our regular show uh batteries included podcast or our urine shows are coming up where we look at the cars coming next year as well so that's something to be excited about um all right but i think that brings us to the end of this show If you have any questions or comments, please leave us, uh, please leave them for us below or get in touch with us on the social media uh, platform of your choice. Don't forget, if you like the show, please give us a thumbs up, uh, click subscribe and tap that bell icon for notifications. Thank you all very much for joining us and we'll see you again very soon. Ciao.